Ramble. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to Pretty Basic. Hey guys, welcome back. We are second episode in season three. Pretty Basic. Yes, season three, three. episode two. If you guys are new, my name is Alicia Marie. My name is Remy Cruz. And we're two best friends who have had a podcast for a while now. And we're really (laughs) excited because we have a very, very exciting guest. She is a pop star, a TikTok sensation. You've definitely heard her on the radio. If you're on Instagram, TikTok, anything, you've definitely seen her beautiful face before. We have Miss Olivia O'Brien on today. Also, just so you guys know, we did say in last week's episode that we were going to stay off our phones. If you haven't heard yet, join our challenge. We are going to be off our phones for the first hour every morning after we wake up and the hour before we go to bed. But... We did indeed record that a couple hours ago, so uh, we haven't had the chance to try it. <laughs> I'm scared I'm already going to ruin it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Point is, join our challenge. It'll be awesome. It'll be cool. Um, anyways, should we just get into the episode? I think we should. This one was a really fun one. She's she's just a cool girl. Yeah, and she's nice. And you know, it's just, it makes it even better. Beautiful, cool, nice. Talented, sweet, nice. I mean, the whole package. <laughs> she's great. If you guys have not heard of Olivia O'Brien and you are living under a rock, definitely follow her on TikTok, Instagram, everything. Download her music. Um, And spoiler alert, she may mention later in the episode that there there might be an album sometime later this year. So... Yeah. Anyways, let's just, should we just get into it? Let's just get into it. Pretty basic. Everyone, we're we're recording with the queen herself, the queen of getting in touch with our feels on a different type of level, Miss Olivia O'Brien. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How are you doing today? I'm good. You know, I'm tired. But Mood. It's all good. I get that. literally I both of us drink, drinking Celsius. I'm just right no. Now. I like I like shotgun. Oh I'm so my tired. god! I love Celsius so much. I heard a, another interview that you did, and you said that the Celsius doesn't work for you as much anymore. Which I feel that too. Well, I stopped drinking it for a while because I was like going to Pilates all the time and personal training and a bunch of stuff, and I would always have a Celsius, and then it stopped working for me. But now that I don't, I'm not working out at all, like literally <laughs> at all. It's very sad. Um, but now if I have a Celsius, I'll be, I'll be crazy. It's almost like, I feel like you have to take like a little tolerance break from it. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh my God. Completely. So we have a question that we ask all of our guests. Um, what's your go-to drink? This can be alcoholic. It can be non-alcoholic. It can be kombucha. It can be whatever you're just loving at the moment. Um, I mean, I am a big matcha fan. I think it's always probably going to be matcha for me. I just love matcha. I've ever since I like had it for the first time, I've just been obsessed with it. I love like matcha flavored ice cream and just everything. Like I, I love matcha. (laughs) So I'd have to say that's my number one drink for sure. Do you have any special like LA shops that you love getting matcha from? Like cha-cha matcha? Um, Is that overrated? I like I like Alfred matcha with oat milk. I think it's really good. I don't like it sweetened. Um, I used to really love chacha matcha, but now I I think Alfred matcha is just better for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just really good. And then Blue Bottle Coffee has really good matcha. I actually just tried that for the first time pretty recently, and it's so good. I didn't know that. I gotta go. Have you had mm-hmm. the matcha americano where they just make it with water instead no. of milk? It's actually surprisingly so good. Alfred does it and I'll just put like a little bit of stevia in it and it still has that like, 
It almost kind of tastes like there's milk in it. I can't explain it. It sounds gross, but it's actually really good. I think you'd like it. That's what my best friend drew. He always gets um, a matcha americano, but with a splash of almond milk in it. So yeah, I'm like, what's the like point of getting bit? milk in it if you're getting yeah. like, I, I don't understand why he orders that, but he does. So it's fine. You're like, this is, a, this is <laughs> not a little lot extra flavor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been the queen of doing, you've just been releasing so much music lately. I feel like you've just been like putting it out left and right. How has it been doing it whilst in with COVID going on in a pandemic? I feel like you're just killing it right now. Thank you. Um, it's definitely been different. Um, I think that's probably the best word to describe it because normally, you know, I'd be releasing music and I'd be going on tour and I would be seeing fans and doing fun things with in, involving my fans. And um, I'd be able to do like, you know, bigger music video production type things, even like everything is uh, every pretty much every aspect of the music industry right now is really hard, even going into sessions and writing, because I don't produce my own music. Like I can play guitar and I can play piano, so I can sit in my little studio and I can write, but it's not the same as you know the energy of being in the studio yeah. with another person, with a producer and writing. Um, so it's been interesting and I haven't been doing anything with my life, so I'm not inspired. Like, I'm like, please, is there any man out there that wants to ruin my life so I can write another album, please, dear God. Okay, so, Loki, as an artist, do you, like, when you know a breakup is coming, does part of you get really excited because you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have a number one single out of this? I always feel yeah. like if I was a musician, yeah. I would feel that way. <laughs> I, I go into relationships, like my friends, you can ask any of my friends, they'll all tell you that my type is fuck boys and I have the worst <laughs> taste in men ever. Um, and it's because I think subconsciously I know that I'll get great music out of it. Yeah, um, I don't really do it on purpose, honestly, but I, I do recognize <laughs> it in myself as a pattern. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's Self-awareness. Hilarious. Are you a water sign? What's your horoscope? Um, no, I'm a or Sagittarius, but I have a Cancer moon, so I am uh, very, very emotional. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm emotional and I'm crazy. <laughs> honestly, it makes That's the all best you need. songs. That's what you need to be a pop star. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of artists, too, have said COVID's the worst time to come out with music. But then also I feel, I mean, I feel like you had an amazing response from all that too. Yeah, it's been, for the most part, the actual releasing of the music hasn't been much different. And if anything, like I think a lot of more people are at home and probably like more receptive to music because they're not as busy as they once were. And especially like, I think the next song I'm going to put out will probably be like one of my really sad songs. I feel like people are kind of loving the sad songs right now because we're all um, not exactly doing our best (laughs) mentally. (laughs) So um, yeah, I, I think that's actually, to me, the only part that still feels a little bit normal, which is kind of why I want to just keep releasing and releasing because that's pretty much all I can do right now. My tour got cut off halfway through. I was literally getting ready for my next show in Maryland and I was in the dressing room and on the TV they were playing the news and the like governor of Maryland was like, any gathering over 250 people is banned right now. So I had to like tell everyone there were kids lying down the block and they all had to go home. It was so sad and I was like, well, I guess I'm going home. And then I went straight home and started hanging out with my ex again. So that was (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that, but that was hilarious. Um, Oh my God. I can't imagine you just sitting there like full glam in your dressing room. Like, wait, what? (laughs) I was like half glam. I was like doing my eyeliner and then I was like, oh shit. Okay, (laughs) dope. So when the world kind of goes back to normal, are you going to pick up the tour where it left off or are you just kind of 
going to leave that in the past and then start fresh? Well, I, I, I do feel like it was kind of unfair that only half of my tour, you know, got to experience yeah. it. I wish we had, were able to do it sooner so that I could have made all the stops. But I, I think what the plan is right now is whenever things can pick back up, anyone who had tickets to those shows, they can, their tickets will count towards whatever new show I do. Cool. Um, and I think we're, we might hit like all of the stops. So even the places that I already did will go again. I'm oh, not positive, that. but and we're it, nobody knows when things are gonna come back and yeah. be normal. So we're just kind of planning as we go, and if uh, we hear new things, and it's just all a guessing game right now. So it's pretty hard. But I think the plan is to just do a full tour again. Honestly, I would recommend that simply because I'm sure everyone is gonna go to concerts. Like like the second I can go to a concert, I will be I there <laughs> so quick. So, so I'm true. sure the full tour would be great. Um, Mm -hmm. speaking of like just music writing, like you said earlier, I'm curious, obviously, like you said, it's been harder in quarantine because you're not like with your producers as much and stuff. Um, have you been experiencing any like writer's block at all? Or are you like extra creative with, you know, just like the moods and everything right now? Well, for me, I, it's, it always comes and goes in waves, but Right now, I definitely am having really bad writer's block because not all of the songs I write are about love. A lot of them are about like, you know, my, my mental health struggles, my depression and or like feeling like a certain way with my friends. It can be about anything in my life, but I'm just I'm almost not even sad right now. I'm just like bored. And I haven't mm. spoken to a man in like months. <laughs> and so like every aspect of my life <laughs> is just so uninspiring right now. It, it's not necessarily yeah. doing good or doing bad. I also, I recently went on antidepressants. So I feel like I'm just kind of, I'm just mellow. I'm just vibing out. And so I don't like, I, I still get moments where I'm really sad and I'll write something down in my notes, but it's never enough to really feel inspired to like write a good yeah. song. So that's been a, a really big struggle for me during all of this. I'm just bored and uninspired, but oh my we'll God. see what happens. I went on anti-anxiety meds in like middle of last year. And that was also, I was just like, it was so different than what I expected it to be. Um, but I can, I could so see how that plays a huge role you know what I mean with all of that but yeah damn. and also I'm like trying to stay positive and trying to keep like you know my vibrations high and like I'm yeah. kind of getting a lot more into spirituality and all that stuff so I, and manifestation so I've been trying to like have a more positive outlook and it's really hard because I, a lot of my career kind of depends on me like being fucking <laughs> depressed and being in my feelings and if I if I'm like no but like you can't do that because then you're creating negative energy and it's like yeah. my mind is just so all, all over the place right now because I'm yeah. overwhelmed with my thoughts way more than I should be I don't even know what's going on in there it's a mess oh my god so, so do you feel like you unintentionally kind of put yourself in that branding of like sad girl hours and now people expect that like do you ever feel pressure to like keep it that way or yeah, a little bit. I mean, I've been writing songs since I was literally like seven years old and it's always kind of been about, you know, how I feel or about boys. So I feel like I kind of had to keep writing about that. But then also like when I am inspired, it is still usually about those things. And I know yeah. that one day, hopefully soon, I'll meet someone that ruins my life again or I'll have <laughs> some kind of thing that sends me over the edge and I'll just... I'll be able to write again, but I just, I also just feel like I can't be putting too much pressure on myself right now because what's the point? We're all struggling. We're all just who, who even knows what is happening. It's that we are living in literally a horror movie. So (laughs) 
<laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, on a positive note, at least you're doing better for with your own mental health. So that's great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> therapy and um, like antidepressants, antidepressants and anti-anxiety <laughs> medication are a lot more helpful than I ever even thought they would be. I used to be like so opposed to medication when I was a kid because I'd been on different ones before and I've been in therapy since I was little and I just hated all of that. And then this year when everything started happening, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to make it through this, I need to go to therapy and I need to do something about this. And I did. Uh, and it's, it's I love, you. love how open you are about that. I like, that's one thing I feel like about Gen Z that I love is just how open everyone is about mental health. Mm-hmm. We're like, I feel like our parents were so, so hush hush about, not our parents, but like, are you know, just that generation was. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Back to music. Um, since neither of us are musicians, what's it like having a hit song? Because I've always wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my first, like big song was I Hate You, I Love You when I was like 15. It, it came out when I was 15. 15. I think it like got really big when I was 16. Oh my um, God. And it was just really crazy because I, it was the first song I'd ever put out. I was just like a kid in high school and like I was so insecure about my music. I didn't think I was ever going to do anything with it. Kids would make fun of me for posting covers on SoundCloud and I like thought oh I was the God. biggest loser in the world. And then suddenly my song was all over the place. Every time I would get in the car, it would be on the radio. And I think the first time I heard it on the radio was in my hometown, like on a Bay Area radio station. And I was like, like, it's just, it's mind blowing. I just was like, what is going on? This is not real life. And then when I moved down to LA, like that was when it was really popping off. And, and literally every time I would get in the car, it would be on the radio. It was like, it was, I, you, there's nothing that you can say that can describe that feeling. It's, it's really the craziest thing ever. Oh my so. god, 15. That's crazy. That's insane. So you wrote that song and then did you put it out on SoundCloud at first then? Or where did you put yeah, it first? So like YouTube? Okay. Basically I, I met the guy Nash through, I did a cover of one of his songs on, and I posted it on Twitter. I put it on SoundCloud and he only had one song out at the time. I found him cause he was opening up for Black Bear on tour and I wanted to go to the show. And then he messages me and was like, I love your cover, come to the show. And I was like, oh my God. You're like, yes. I got it. Like, you put show. me on the list. And I was like, yeah, I'm on the list. I'm the coolest person ever. <laughs> I like and- okay, so mental note, do covers and hopefully you can get invited. Get noted. Seriously, it may not work out. No, for but me. I I went and I after he after his set he came out and he was like, hey, do you have any original stuff? Like, I'd love to like do some more stuff with you. I oh was my like, God. actually, I do. And I sent him, I hate you, I love you, and what it was at the time, which was just my version. Um, and the hook was a little bit slower. Um, and then he was like, come to LA, let's record it. And I was like, okay, cool. And wow. then my so dad and I drove song. down to LA and we recorded the song. He sent it back to me with a verse on it. 
And then he put it on his SoundCloud and then it started blowing up and we were like, I guess we got to put it on everything else. So we put it on Spotify and Apple Music and everything. And then the next thing I knew, I was getting like labels and managers and lawyers Oh, all of these people reaching out God. to me and I was like dad I think I have to move to LA now <laughs> so it was pretty it was like a it's a pretty like miraculous story I think I, I I'm really um grateful for the way that it happened because I feel like if I didn't have that song and something so big right out of the gate I would have never like I was so insecure I would have never gone for it I would have never like tried I would have just been like yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe I sing in my room sometimes, but now I was, I, because of that, I was able to, like, you know, start a career and do what I'm doing now, so it's pretty dope. That's so fucking cool. Did you have any ties at all to the music industry, or was it just that song? No, nothing. That's, I'm just, that's so just a regular rare. girl from Napa. Wait, I'm <laughs> Napa. The first song to blow up like that, I feel like that doesn't happen ever, really. Yeah, that's so it was cool. really nuts. I have to say, it's really rare for this to be the case, and I feel like it's only happened to a few celebs or artists, but in my life, I'll I'll hear a name multiple, multiple times, and I'm just like, wait, I keep hearing this name. Like, who is this? And you were one of those people where I just kept hearing the name Olivia O'Brien, Olivia O'Brien, and I was like, I keep hearing this name, and then when I finally clicked that that was your song, that's when I was like, holy shit, this girl's doing something good because she's not just being known for a song. Like, she's building a name for herself. And I just felt like I was like, damn, she's doing it right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's hard, especially when I was because I was that young, like I didn't know what I was doing. And I was still even though I had that song, like I was still really insecure, especially about my songwriting and also about the way I looked and just all of these things. Because when you're in high school and I was very not cool in high school and I went to Catholic school and kids were very, very mean. So I was going from high school to like the L.A. scene and it was very terrifying um so I didn't know how to build a brand for myself or any of that but I feel like when I met my friends we all kind of just like built this little group and support each other and it's really helped me a lot with like kind of being more confident and like developing like who I am and and my brand and what I like and everything so they definitely like gave me confidence and stuff Oh my god, I love that. That's awesome. I love Drew, by the way. He's so funny. I'm obsessed Drew with him. Drew loves both of you guys. I will always <laughs> see, like, walk in and he's watching your YouTube videos, both of you. So, he's I so like nice. actually. <laughs> I want to dive in to like specific singles now, and specific. I am an Acon. I'm such a fan of Acon. I have been since I was a kid. Same. So when you dropped yep. now, I just want to know how how did like the idea come to be, and then how do you go about. Is it like, do you license the rights to the, to now or what did you do? So basically the, so there's like a bunch of writers that all did the, the Akon song. So they all have 50% of the publishing normally on a song, like say it was not a sample and we just wrote a regular song. The producer usually gets 50%. If there's multiple producers, they'll switch or they'll split the 50% and then the writers will split the other 50%. But we had to give 50% to the Akon camp. So then we just all split, I think me, the other writer, and then the two producer guys all have like 12.5% of the publishing or whatever. So you do have to give up a lot to to get it um, approved. But basically I was in a session with this girl, Tia, this writer that I love. And I was just like, I don't have any ideas. I'm kind of over this guy that I've been writing about and like I'm nothing's happening. And she was like, well, I have this idea. I was listening to this Akon song and I think it would be cool if we did a flip of like just a different perspective and made it like more of a breakup song. And I was like, 
hell yeah, let's do it. And so then we just, we just wrote it and it came so quickly and we didn't want to take like the same, um, like verses or melodies for the verses. We wanted to do everything different except for just the hook. And we wanted to do completely different production. So it sounds new, but then it still has that like yeah. element of nostalgia. Um, and I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Cause I, I am also obsessed with Akon. So it was kind of He's perfect. So under, well, he was like obviously popular, but like people forgot about him. Yeah. We, we were just hanging out and I was blasting him on like his <laughs> whole playlist the other night because they're so good. Yeah. There's so many songs I forgot that he did. I was like, wait, this one was huge. Yeah. People forget. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so nostalgic. It, anytime any Akon song comes on. I'm oh like, yes. my God. Yes. yes. Like a, my middle I'm, school dance. I was going to say I'm suddenly in middle school yeah. trying to rock that. low rise jeans. Uh, <laughs> horribly. <laughs> the low-rise jeggings were it for me. I was like, oh yeah, my god! I was into gauchos in middle school. I never had any, but the cool girls really did. <laughs> the gauchos for like one year, the brown ones. <laughs> um, speaking of, if you guys haven't seen Olivia's music video for now, it's like the most nostalgic, like throwback. It's such a dope video. I mean, can you talk about how even just the creative came up for it? Where you like, oh, let's add a little Gwen Stefani and then add a little Olivia and then add, like, how did that come about? Yeah, so basically because the song is so nostalgic for me and for uh, hopefully a lot of people that listen to my music, I wanted to kind of, you know, make a pay homage to that and um, make it a nostalgic video and do some early 2000s um, references. So we did, like, there's this video of Paris from The Simple Life cooking breakfast on an iron and we have a whole thing of me doing that there was like some Britney references some um Gwen Stefani Christina Aguilera I did her like classic signature oh God, hair, hair but also yes. Avril did that too a little with the pink so I had a, a bunch of different looks in there um we wanted it to be super colorful and bright and yeah I don't know I think it turned out really really fun I had a lot it was probably one of the most fun videos I've ever done it was a 14 hour shooting day though which was oh my god so crazy I was dying but I think it was worth it it's my it's my favorite video I've ever done no it's it's like I mean I, I would say that's like one of my favorite music videos we I've had, seen like a watching party to watch it we were like this is so fucking cool we were no so way. excited for it yeah like the promo so was happy. so good <laughs> it was you do a really good job with like promoing everything too it gets people like hyped did TikTok sponsor that video? Oh my god, I have to. We were watching, we were like, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Good. Put a, I was like, TikTok she better gotten paid for that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's the dream sponsorship right there. It was. It really is. I spend like eight hours a day on TikTok. Like I'm oh, literally and not actually, and that's an exaggeration. I don't even want to look no, at my screen. No, I do. Now, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I spend an ungodly amount of hours on TikTok every day. I'm obsessed with it. Like actually oh my it's god. scary. All of my reliable sources. It's, it's yeah. I'm like, it's oh my god! So I I'm like, I, I pretend like I know everything to my friends and tell them all, and they believe yeah. me. I'll like tell them all these facts, and they're like, "Where'd you learn that?" I'm like, "Oh, school." I just say now. I I learned all of it on TikTok. <laughs> now instead of saying TikTok, I know like people don't take me seriously, so I'm just like, "Oh, I saw this video that said this." Yeah. I saw a video. Okay, random question. Obviously, you're doing more music. I'm curious, do people ever just assume you're more of like an influencer at all? Because I feel like I could see some people being like, holy shit, I found this Olivia girl and she also does music. Like, is that like weird to you because you are solely doing music? Yeah, I mean, I've tried. So it's it's weird because I've gone through phases where like I've posted a lot of more like photos of myself and me posing and like being like that recently I kind of haven't really I just kind of been over posting anything on Instagram or I just Mid. 
I'm, I think I'm just lazy, honestly. Too it's lazy like to do pics. we don't have time to edit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I think that if anyone thinks that, it's just because they actually don't know me and they just saw me somewhere and like saw who I'm friends with or like just saw my Instagram and they just are making assumptions because if anyone actually knows like my story, you'd know that I had like 3000 followers when I put my first song out. Like I was I always doing music first. So, much. so I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, and I used, it used to really bother me. Like there was a point where I, my profile picture on Instagram was like <laughs> a photo, like a zoomed in photo of my forehead. And on my forehead, I wrote like, I'm not an Instagram model. I'm a singer. Google it. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. I got like so offended, but now I'm just like, I don't, if people think that, then that's what they think, I guess. Then I guess they think I'm pretty. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love that so much. I think the two can go in conjunction. Just, I feel like, again, as I said, like you do a really good job at promoing things. And I feel like that's where I get my information to like check things out. That's why we have our watch parties and things. So it's cool that you've put a positive spin on it. Yeah. I feel like I just see, there's a lot of influencers who end up doing music and I feel like they look at you and they're like, wait, she's doing it right. You know what I mean? Like there's something that like, I don't know if it's just the energy you give off. I don't know if it's just the vibe or like the professionalism of the music videos or even just the songwriting or whatever, but it's like, oh, she's an artist. And I feel like a lot of people are trying to be artists, especially with social media. Um, And I just, I love how, you know, you, you like, you moved out here. And I know, I'm sure people tell you how young you are all the time, but like at what, 15, have like, that's, that's literally insane. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Did you get a record deal after Hate You, Love You, took off was that like where you got the record deal then yeah yeah I was like 16 I think when I signed with my label which is Island so but the song was actually signed to Atlantic because it was technically Nash's like I was I was just a featured artist on the song um even though I wrote it well we don't need to get into that yeah that's that's what I was gonna (laughs) Um, say that's your song so the song was technically signed to Atlantic Mm. so speaking of featured is there anyone who you would die to be featured on like their song or album um I am literally in love with SZA like oh I've God, I been in love with her for so long I'm obsessed with her she is my everything um I cry every time I listen to her music me and Drew both we he he's actually <laughs> the one who really put me on to her um but yeah I would say SZA is probably my number one um, oh my god well I mean obviously she listens to our podcast so we'll we'll tell her to, to hit you up <laughs> I don't think she's listening <laughs> probably doesn't care about her i just saw her uh she did a mat or like a mashup of her two songs and she was sitting in bed and just doing like a live recording i was i've never watched her perform live before i was blown away yeah we did at coachella i don't remember that i have no recollection of that 
well. <laughs> I've seen her live so many times. She's actually so good. At she she really gets a lot good. of shit because I think there's like a couple of videos of her when right when her after her album came out when everyone wanted her everywhere. She was doing every festival and going on like a bunch of tours and she was so worn out. There's like a video of her like her voice cracking or something. People are like, Sizz, I can't sing. I'm like, yes, she can. I've seen her live. Oh That's my God. God. Never slander my queen. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, actually, speaking of Coachella, you were supposed to perform. Oh, my God. This. No, oh my God. Last year. I can't believe that was last year already. I know. I know. This that's. Is, oh, my God. It's been so long. You're um, like, don't yeah, bring it up. Perform, so. I know. <laughs> sorry if it brings up Pouring old wounds. salt in the open wound. I'm sorry that you didn't get to perform. We were so excited to see you. Yeah. I was really excited. But, you know, if it does happen again, I hopefully will be able to play. So. I'm just trying to put that positive energy out in the universe and hopefully it happens. We'll start a petition. (laughs) From from the artist side, how did they say anything about like, oh, you'll it'll come later, or do you feel like it's gonna be a whole new set list? Um, I'm not sure if if I'm like allowed to say anything about (laughs) what they told me, but I do think it will be possible that I will be playing in the future. So. Ah, you guys heard it here. The exclusive. <laughs> After our petition. We'll be there happen. with a pretty basic sign <laughs> yeah. in the artist section. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe GA. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to songs. Moving on to the next single, Jocelyn, which blew the fuck I up. I think this is where I was like, oh, I stan. Like, this is where I was like, oh, this song's so good. It was Thank you. Just everything about it. I know you probably won't tell us, but who who was it inspired by? <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of rumors that I've personally seen that went around on TikTok and on the I I'm the kind of person where like I am very open about pretty much everything, but I don't like being open about like relationship stuff because mm. one, I have the worst taste in men and it's embarrassing, so I don't want to tell people. <laughs> To I had like a really bad experience with this guy who was like, you can never tell anyone we've ever spoken ever. And then like I it was just really scary and people like started to find out and it just turned out really bad. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm scared. Um, So now I just like to kind of keep everything private. Um, But I will say that it is not about my one ex-boyfriend that I've publicly had. It's not about him. So that's all I'm going to say. But basically... (laughs) Basically, it was inspired by I found out in a really horrible way that the guy that I was talking to that I thought was exclusive had hooked up with someone else. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to ask him if it's true. I'm just going to not ever talk to him again. So then I didn't talk to him for a whole month. And then to this day, he swears that his story is different than the story all his friends told me. But Oof, we don't need to get into that fr- one. You gotta trust so. the friends. They really go to the grave with it. Like, they really do. The only time they'll commit is when they lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what's I it even like? Had, okay, so- oh, I was saying I even had his, his like, new girlfriend even asked me. was like, is your story true? Like, he told me something different. I'm like, girl, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't care. I just, <laughs> just send her I the link to I the song. I know. Just don't, <laughs> I don't want to be involved anymore. It's a fucking song. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so, again, not a musician, but you write a song and you have all this emotion. Obviously, you know, you get over it because they're stupid trash guys. But when you re- when you perform, does part of you feel like you – does all that emotion come back out? Do you feel like you have to tap into it sometimes, even if you are over it? I'm so curious about that. 
I mean, there's so much adrenaline when you go on stage and especially like this is the number one thing I miss because even if I'm doing like I could do a live stream performance, but not having a crowd there and the energy of like all those people crowded together and like singing their heart out and look at their faces and they're all so excited or they'll be crying or they'll just look so into it. That's what kind of gets me into it. And I, you, you put on like, it's like, I mean, you're putting on a show. You're, you're out there. You're, it's literally a show. So I'll, I'll just kind of get into it. And I, I almost feel like I'm playing the character of like past versions of myself. So if I'm singing a sad song, I'll get really sad about it. I'm not thinking about the person I wrote about it. Cause, yeah. cause I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I will be able to like kind of get the emotion that I'm expressing in the song and, and express it outwardly to the crowd. So I think it's, it's cool. That's oh my amazing. god that's insane. I feel like also the fact that you actually write your own music you're so obviously emotionally yeah. tied to it must be so incredible to see all these people that also either resonate or just love the song sing the lyrics I can't imagine what that's like I wish I could say yeah I think that's like the craziest part to me is that like I because I I've, I've literally always written songs I've always been like it's always been how I like let everything out poems songs anything I used to even write like try to write like little novels when I was like a kid I I would write like chapter one and then I would never finish it but I just always (laughs) loved writing and to be able to like share my words with people and have them actually like it it oh I will never not think that that's the craziest thing ever so oh my god when you write a song like hate you love you or even Jocelyn does your gut feel like this is gold? Like this is going to be big? Is it like a huge shock to you? And you're like, what the fuck? I had no idea. Like people could relate to this. I mean, not really. Like when I put my um, EP that Jocelyn was on out, my label thought that one of the other songs was going to do way better. And all my friends liked Jocelyn the most. So I was kind of like more listening to them. But then I was like, oh, my label sing this. Yeah. And then we put it out and everyone, literally every single person that I knew, everyone was like, I love Jocelyn. Jocelyn's the song. And then it took a while, like it took more time because they weren't, my label wasn't pushing that song, but that song mm. ended up blowing up on its own. So wow. I think it's, it's kind of hard to, you, you don't really know. No one really knows yeah. before it comes out. Like you can think, oh, this song is amazing. And then it doesn't do that well. Like some of my favorite songs, I never, not to say that I thought that they were going to be big hits, but like mm-hmm. my personal favorite songs of mine are usually the ones that don't do as well because maybe yeah. they're a little bit more personal to me and whatever but yeah I, I and also I'm never the type of person that's like yeah this is a hit like I just don't ever think <laughs> yeah. about myself yeah, yeah, like yeah, if yeah. things happen they happen so um I don't think I've ever especially even like I hate you I love you I was like I didn't even think anyone was gonna hear it ever or that it was ever gonna come out so I think I like when things happen on accident I like I to not have hopes that. and I just let the world take over <laughs> That's good. Is that like one of the number one tips you would say to like aspiring musicians or songwriters? Um, I mean, I don't know because I don't necessarily know if I'm even doing things the right way. So I don't want to give <laughs> anyone advice. The only advice that I ever give to people when they ask me for advice with about music or songwriting, I always just say, be as honest with yourself as you possibly can. And um, like in whether it's what you're writing about or just like taking a good look at like, am I, am I doing the right thing with this? And is this the right path for me to take? Like, just be, be completely honest with yourself and don't hide anything from yourself and just speak your mind all the time. So that's what I always tell people. That's so deep. But like, great. (laughs) That's good. And it applies to everyone. I think whether you're an aspiring musician or not. Yeah. I want to know when, 
I first, I think I first heard Jocelyn on TikTok because it started blowing up. How was it like for you to like wake up one day and just see all of a sudden like there's dances and it's just like everyone's using the song for, or the sound, I guess, for like different like trends and things. How was that? It was really cool because I'd been on TikTok for a while. I think I got TikTok like late 2019, maybe like late fall, early winter. And then I didn't even post anything on the app until later. Um, but I'd, I just loved, I mean, I already said I love TikTok. So it was really cool to kind of see that my song could be a part of it and that people were liking it and making videos with it. Um, it was really cool. It was really cool. But, but as far as the dancing thing goes, I kind of made that happen myself because I wanted there to be a dance to my song so You're badly. Like, there I was will like, be a dance. guys, make a dance to my song. Please make a dance. <laughs> and then I kind of combined, like I saw there was a bunch, like so many people were making them. So I was like, you know what? I'm a pro TikTok dancer. I'm going to combine all these moves that I see. I'm going to make it. And I did. And then people started doing it. So that was really cool. The next Charlie D'Amelio right here. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I have a question about the purple hair, if I can ask. Mm-hmm. How much of this was you being like, I want purple hair and I'm just going to rock it versus was your team ever like, oh, wait, shit, like the purple hair is great for branding. Like it makes you stand out. Like actually that- when I dyed my hair blonde, my label was like the blonde is much more superstar. You- I was like, really? Oh, That's so funny. <laughs> um, but I, so basically the story behind the purple is I, um, this guy that I wrote my first album about, once we like ended things, his favorite color was purple. My favorite color was purple. And I was like, You said you this are not isn't ruining this work. for me. This is not gonna work. <laughs> you can't have the color purple. If I see purple, I'm not gonna think about you. That's disgusting. So I'm gonna make everything that I do purple. I posted things on my Instagram for like months of only, they had to have the color purple in them. I ended up dyeing my hair purple. I have a song on my album called Purple World. Like literally everything that I did became purple so that people would associate purple with me with and not you. him. And then I was like, I'm that sorry. was my reclaiming I love this of the pur- so of purple. Much. And then I just kept going. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have purple hair for three years now. So that's I just did it. That's fucking amazing. That's something I would do. <laughs> that's so, that's <laughs> so genius. That so did much. you ever hear back from him ever again? Did about I hear the back from situation? him? Yeah, about the purple situation. Did he ever say anything? Oh, he hasn't said anything to me about the purple situation, but <laughs> I have, we, I've gone back to him many times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about the purple. Not about the purple. Not about other about things. No, I'm, I think he just like pretends that it's not about him and that it didn't happen. We've literally never talked about it. And I've like, <laughs> we, like in the beginning of quarantine, we were like hanging out again for a while. And we never, I, I don't even, sometimes I'll like lightly joke about it and be like, ah, so <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. But we don't That's talk hilarious. anymore. It's, you know, it's in the past. Maybe. Maybe. Just, just send him this link and like put the at of like the audio where it says it. <laughs> At I pray to God he never listens to anything I say because I know for a fact he would be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Whatever. dead. So you're not talking to anyone right now? No, sadly. I mean, I, I get it. It's But know. also, like, every guy I talk to, like, every time I try to talk to a guy... They just are so boring and I don't like them. Like I need someone who's so interesting and so successful and so funny and so smart in order for me to get like infatuated enough to be inspired. 
Yeah. Like, I feel I'm bad. sure I could find a nice man if I, like, gave someone a chance and really actually got to know them. Of but, like, I don't have time for that. I have to be immediately in love with you and obsessed with you at first sight or it's not going to work out for us, which is so I'm toxic. I'm vibing with this so that much. Is so, no, that's great. <laughs> and, like, you know what you want. So you're just waiting until it comes. Yeah, but, like, where? Where are we going to something like that? <laughs> like, but I'm lonely. I don't think I'm doing, like, I don't think this is the best plan I've ever had, but whatever. Do you have a specific type, like, looks-wise, or, like, like you said, like, driven, successful, like that, like, you know, tattoos, yeah. no um, tattoos? My friends would probably say that I, like, guys that kind of look like frat boys. Not, like, the style of frat boys, but, like... You know, like your stereotypical, like douchey looking. Yeah, I like internet douche. boys. Like, got you it. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living for this. But the most attractive thing to me, I think, overlooks like looks don't really matter that much. Yeah, because like I like one of the guys that I wrote a bunch of songs about is not someone I would have ever gone for. Like, I don't think he's that cute. But then, like, I got to know him, and I was like, wait, he's hot because his personality. Yeah. I like when people are just, like, not mean, but, like, have, like, the banter, like, thing. Like, they can keep up with you. like, are successful and powerful. I'm I'm attracted to success and power, which also is horrible because every guy that has success and power is a douchebag. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, at least your friends are there to guide you. You know, they're there to be like, hey, don't don't do Keep that. Keep it in line, bitch. <laughs> yeah, do, do that, I'm but don't do listen. that. <laughs> if I have somebody and my friends tell me no, I'm going to be like, yeah, no, yeah. No. <laughs> You're like, okay, so we, okay, perfect. I'll be there tonight. Honestly, that, we talk about it a lot in our podcast. We're like, we just love the openness. Like, if you're just going to go, like, hook up with someone and just say it. Say that you're, you're probably going to be, you know stupid but it's fine it's yeah fine. it's we okay love to be dumb sometimes it's okay yeah you, you, you get hit singles so i feel like you even have another uh motivating <laughs> factor i mean i wonder like what if you fall in love and then all of a sudden your whole like style of music changes like taylor swift taylor used swift. to be like all about the breakup songs and then yeah. now it's like in love and then it just like switched to like happy and love songs now well <laughs> we, i think i have a long way to go before i get there <laughs> but yeah speaking of friends how did you find your friends i think that's one of the number one questions a lot of people we know always ask us because like we have our little friend group and we're very similar like once we've found each other we don't really venture outside of that yeah. um but when people ever move to la and they always say that they ha- hate la i always tell them you know you just have to find that solid group of friends who you really click with and then they kind of become your family but it's so hard to explain how to find that yeah Especially i now feel like there's no it kind of it takes a lot of time like when i first moved out here I actually, I met, like, one of my friends through her boyfriend that was, like, also a producer that was, like, friends with Nash, the guy that I hate you, I love you with. So I met her, and then she introduced me to Drew. He was, like, the second person I ever met in L.A. And then we all became friends, and they introduced me to Sydney and my friend Charlie. And then, um, like, everything just, we all just became we just became a group and, and it was, I it, it feel like it happened kind of slowly. Like, I don't I know how to even, even explain it. Like after that, we all hung out for like 2017 was literally like me, Sydney, Drew and our friend Maddie. 
and Charlie. And then now, and it just like slowly kind of shifted. Like there were people that we brought in and then that we drifted apart from or whatever happened. And it's been like a journey to get to where I am now with my friend group where I feel like it's genuinely really solid and we're all Mm -hmm. kind of like equals and we're all kind of on the same page about actually supporting each other Um, yeah yeah so it's you know and it's also hard sometimes to be in such a tight-knit friend group especially like we have a pretty big one um and it's just weird sometimes because if there's a fight like if two of us are fighting then it's like well what what do the rest of us do like (laughs) are we still allowed to hang out with each other like (laughs) we don't have super big fights ever really but just it's 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 kind of interesting to navigate having such a like tight friend group where we do literally everything together like I am with them 24 7 you guys live together right yeah well I I lived with it was me Kelsey Drew and Charlie lived together for a, a while and then Kelsey moved in with our friend Noelia like really close to us and then I moved in me Sydney and my friend Quinn and then oh. Stoss lives by herself, but we are, we pretty much all live at Stoss's house. Like we're there every single day. Like she is, and she just bought a house really close to all of us. So we're all like oh. in the same area now, which is amazing. Like I just will go there and stay there all day and swim at her house. And like, we have keys to her house and we'll just go. Oh my God. Literally <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> That's so I love fun. that so much. It's, it's funny. Cause I always look back at this time being single where you just come over to your friend's house and I know one day I'm going to miss it so much. And I feel like you guys are also just in that like time where it's like, Oh my God, remember when we just all lived like with each other and by each other and would just like fuck around and do whatever. Like, I feel like that's like such an exciting time. Like as horrible as COVID is like, that's, it's so cool to have that like solid group, especially during a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would like not survive if I didn't have my friends. They're like, we just we do literally actually everything together every day and we're always texting in our group chat like all day long it's never there's never a dull moment so (laughs) I love that okay last couple questions if you weren't a musician what do you think you would be Ooh, um probably a therapist like a psychologist oh or a lawyer okay Mm -hmm. very interesting I have a random question (laughs) going back to like you know, okay, just being blunt, like, you guys know you're, like, a really cool friend group, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, like, do you have it, or is there anything that's such, like, a common misconception, or you're, like, oh, if people actually knew, like, how we were, or, like, that we're just, like, real girls, or, like, fun, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so, yeah. I feel like a lot of people idolize your guys's friendships and it's like oh my god I wish I could be in that but I feel like I feel like there's something that you're like oh my god we're normal you know what I mean I mean I always encourage my friends to like be weirder on social media because we're all actually the weirdest people you'll ever meet (laughs) and also I've seen I see a lot of things like I feel like people think that the couple like some of my friends are like mean girls or like would be mean to people but it's not like that. I think if anything, like my friends are so, we're so like loyal to each other. And then like, especially like back when we could go out to clubs and stuff, like if we were going yeah. out to clubs, like especially Stoss, Stoss, if she will make sure to get all of our friends in and be like, we're going over it. Like she's like the leader sometimes. And she just like, yeah. it's, it's not, it's never, she's never ever trying to be mean. She's like the nicest person ever, but she's just like our mama bear. You know what I mean? I so I feel like people kind that. of sometimes think that like, you know, we wouldn't be nice girls or, or something, but I, we're 
we are the weirdest people ever. I think it's pretty obvious. Like Sydney and Drew are probably the most like funny on social media. Like they'll post like the dumbest stuff and they're just like, I call them two brain cells because they're just so <laughs> well all the time. They are the funniest people ever. They just like are always, and they're always on the same page about everything. They have so many weird jokes and they're just like, I could watch them for hours, but we're all just, I, I want to make, we want to make this like Instagram for our friend group and post like all, all of our funny stuff so people can like see that there's personalities there. Oh my <laughs> God, like make your own little like, you know, especially like moment. for the ones yeah. whose job it is to be on social media, they're not going to post funny stuff because they're just yeah. like, yeah. It's, they're working. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that soon we can all show people that we're actually funny and cool. <laughs> I feel like when I watch though, like I see the little glimmers of just like, oh my God, they're just like real best friends. They're just all like dicking around, just like having fun. So I feel like I see that if you just look closely. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, anything exciting coming up? I know obviously you're writing a lot and <laughs> and as much as I'm you trying can COVID into <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, it's obviously. Um, yeah. I have hopefully an album coming out soon this year. I never like to give dates because I feel like stuff pretty much always inevitably gets pushed back. That's just how the music industry works, especially now. Um, And everything's an unknown. But I am supposed to put out an album this year. So hopefully it happens soon. And I have a lot of songs that are done just because I've been writing like... I have like hundreds of songs in my Dropbox and I need to figure oh out God. what's going on the album. I have I like- pretty much a good idea of it, but I'm still writing a little bit more here and there. So we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, narrowing it down to what, like 12 to 20 songs is like, like, t- I'm, like probably 12 songs. And like, I have Oof, to put yeah. some songs on it that are already out, which is annoying. Cause like, if it was up no. to me, it takes out, a spot. Like, song album. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Just do one of those ones that they used to have like two CDs, like a uh, track yeah. or a yeah. CD one, CD two. A sides, B sides. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, do you want to plug your TikTok, your Instagram, anything like that? Um, my Instagram is Olivia O'Brien. My TikTok is Olivia G O'Brien. I think my Twitter is Olivia G O'Brien too. And that's about it but yeah and you can find my music on any anywhere you listen to music it's just (laughs) amazing well thank you so much thank you guys guys so much for having me thanks for thanks for coming you're welcome anytime i'm so sorry we didn't overnight any like you know wine or drinks or something but next time we can do that and then we can all have a little happy hour if it's still in lockdown we'll send you a bottle of 42 i will be drinking tonight and i will be cheersing to you so we'll do the same (laughs) awesome thank you so much all right thank you thank you bye